0: to another simpleton review this is a simpleton review podcast i am your simpleton number one nate wade and i am simpleton number two charlie gibson i'm simpleton number three lemuel edwards and the reason why lemuel is simpleton number three is not because he's last but because he's young and that's it Okay? He has to learn from his elders, and Charlie and I are most definitely his elders, right? Oh, <laughs> Talk um, about my age i you with my cane. Right? Hey, I'm 46 years old, uh, I believe uh, uh, Charlie is, what are you, 47? I'm 46 46?
1: and turning 47. In yeah,
0: October, right? Correct. Yes, right on. So, yeah, so we're old People. farts, okay? We are now closer to 50 than we are to 40. And not only that, we have lived probably more than half of our lives yep <laughs> that's, that's I hate that. All right well on this episode of Simpleton Review we're gonna talk about a brand new album by one of my favorite bands a tiny little band from Seattle called Pearl. Jam, yes, that's right. Pearl Jam finally came out with a brand new album. And they called it Gigaton. It's the eleventh uh, studio album by uh, by Pearl Jam. Uh, it was released back in March, so it's been around for a couple of months. And you know, we've had some discussion on what albums to review since then. And and Pearl Jam has lost out. So now it's my turn, and we're going to talk about Pearl Jam. Heck yeah! So um, uh, let's just say Pearl Jam. Uh, I mean, I hopefully most of you guys know who Pearl Jam is, but they were probably. Um, Well, at one point they were up there in the upper echelons of rock music. Probably you could say they were one of the top five rock bands of all time, at least in the early 90s, at least probably between like 1990 to maybe 1994, 95. They were up there big time huge, huge rock band with millions and millions of followers. Uh, they were an interesting band. They were part of what they called the Seattle Sound, so they were grunge, but Pearl Jam wasn't as grungy as uh, Nirvana or Alice in Chains or some of those other bands. They were a lot more kind of in-your-face rock and roll. Um, really done by Stone Gossard's excellent, excellent guitar work. I just totally groove his guitar. I mean, you could really say that they were – you could put – honestly, you could put Pearl Jam in maybe the 70s or 80s and you would have still – They could have still been successful because they had that sound. Maybe a little bit grunge, but they bordered on metal, which I guess that's why I liked Pearl Jam so much. Plus, they were kind of depressing on occasion, so that was good too.
1: Well, that's (laughs) the thing. They still held on to the guitar solo. I mean, everybody else nixed it. I mean, there were great guitar solos in this album.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what did you guys think? What was your impressions of Pearl Jam's Gigaton?
2: Uh, I, I'm looking I'll at Lemuel's face. Charlie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Charlie first.
1: Yeah. I, I actually thought it was pretty good. I, li- I, I liked the, the first, probably two-thirds of the album. Mm-hmm. The last bit, is kind of like, as soon as they got to um, buckle up, it kind of like, kind of trailed off. Mm-hmm. But uh, the start was really strong. That totally had, the first track, first two tracks probably had the Versus vibe. Mm-hmm. And Versus is like their album where they didn't have any sort of promotion. Yeah, and yeah. still like sold yeah. millions.
0: Oh yeah, sure. I mean, oh, that was, it that album was, was fantastic. Right? They absolutely great like, album. To do any music videos off of that album, right? That was when they had their beef with MTV, and they said we're not doing any more music videos. And it was still huge, right? Yeah,
1: it was fantastic. No. And this one started off the same way. It Had the definitely the Pearl Jam sound, but mm-hmm. but I, I love the dance of the Clairvoyance because it kind of had that uh, uh, it, talking had that Talking Heads vibe. I mean, definitely did, like an. That's 80. exactly
0: the words I said. I said this sounds like the Talking Heads. I said that to Kimberly when I was like, so yeah, totally. Go ahead. Oh, stop, <laughs> stop. stop. What's going on over there, Lem?
1: He's trying going, to oh. hear the song, like know what we're talking about. Who are the Talking Heads? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, what are you playing?
0: That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Am this I getting says... kicked off of YouTube because of yeah. you?
2: It says Spotify's playing, but there's nothing on Spotify playing. What are you doing?
0: Oh, that's a good question. So tell, <laughs> you know, tell me a little bit about Dance of Clairvines. What did you think of that a song? I mean, first of all, it was crazy that I mean like, wait, is this keyboards? In a pearl? I know, right? <laughs> <heck>? So Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Oh, I I just uh, I really dug the sound. Um they did a lot of a lot of different mix than they usually do. Yeah. Um, I mean step forward. I mean and all their all their albums. And you can tell ones where they really step away from their sound because it makes a lot of people mad. Mm-hmm. This one made all the classic people happy. Yeah. Know, like, yeah, But at the same time, you know, and it was an early release. Uh, that yeah. was their first release off the album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, like, it totally blew people out of the water thinking, whoa, they're going somewhere different with this album. And then all of a sudden when the album released, it's right. like, oh, they have their same sound. Okay, it's not going to be
0: something way stepped
1: off and, and awful or anything like that. Right, so. right.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, You know, and and I totally agree with you as far as uh, uh, what you said about, um, you know, the first half of the album being pretty rocking. Uh, But, you know, I really didn't feel like they had a a really good Pearl Jam guitar solo until later on in the album. And I cannot remember for the life of me now which song that was. I think it might um, might be Up." Honestly, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, and it was just like. Okay, now there is a Stone Gossard guitar solo. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of you know just strumming and guitar notes. There was a, and it was just I don't know. I liked it a lot. Of course, I mean it's Pearl Jam, and there really can't go wrong in my book. A lot of times, I guess I'm predisposed to that, but um, there, it was different. I, I felt there was a couple of things like I kind of felt like okay, you can tell that Eddie Vedder is getting a little older. I mean, <laughs> they've got to all be in their fifties by now, right? Probably uh, early to mid, oh, yeah. right? Um, so, and when we get older, our voice starts to go a little bit. And I just felt like the range that Eddie Vedder has had in the past did not exist on this album. Did you get that?
1: It, well, it's not that the range is gone. It's just that the when, uh, the difference is that when you get older, it's like you don't get the range and the power. Mm, yeah. So it's like, you can't force it out. I mean, you gotta be like heavily mic'd to be able to hit those high notes. Yeah. And, uh, he's probably not going to do it because if you're going to try and do this live, mm not going to happen.
0: <laughs> no, that's not true. Let me why don't you sneak on in there and talk a little bit about what you thought of this album, coming from a, a 22-year-old perspective who missed the 90s grunge scene completely.
2: Missed the 90s grunge scene. Um. So, but had a dad uh,
0: into it, so you kind of know what I'm talking about. That's, that's true.
2: <laughs> Objectively, I think it was really good. Uh, the mixing, you could tell, was pretty primo, and they were doing some pretty, um, like, I guess, complicated musical stuff that you wouldn't hear like a band who's only been around for a little while do as much, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I want to say subjectively, it was, I wasn't vibing with it all that much, to be honest. And why is that? I don't know. I don't know if it was the fact that I listened to it like at six o'clock in the morning while I was <laughs> at work or what, but for the most part, I was like, eh, this is all right. Really?
0: Now, do you like Pearl Jam to begin with uh,
2: in other contexts? Uh, the only exposure I have to Pearl Jam is an album that was on my iPod shuffle in like seventh grade. Really? Okay. Yeah. And you were what like, maybe that? you should uh, not listen to that for a year or two. And I was like, okay. So I don't even
0: remember. It's <laughs> Jeremy. That's probably the song that was on there. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what
0: it was. Yeah. yeah you told me Jeremy's right. probably their most famous song that they ever did, and definitely the most famous music video they ever did, and probably one of the most famous music videos ever made. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a pretty impressive. Uh, impressive song um so i mean it did chart well um it, i'm looking at the charts right now it landed uh, at number five on the billboard uh charts which is pretty impressive it was the top alternative album it was the top hard rock album it was the top rock album uh, i mean that's where it, the peak position was number one on all of those number five on the billboard um it, it was number 34 on the french albums gives <laughs> right? uh, their accents not right on for the French I mean they yeah. gotta
1: be they gotta have a pure accent
0: it was number 30 on the Japanese <laughs> albums charts and it was number 12 on the Czech albums charts but who really cares I just Austria they like Pearl Jam landed at number one there okay uh, Greece yep same thing Ital- I- I- Italian Italy uh, Portuguese. Portugal likes uh, Pearl Jam too, obviously because <laughs> it all landed at number one in all those charts. So I would say that even though they are a bunch of uh, um, slightly above middle-aged uh, rockers, they uh, obviously still have a following out there. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I think they do have a following. I was listening to it at work and I was driving to this place, we get all our materials, and the guy comes out to hand me the materials, and he goes, oh, who's this? So they sound really good. And I was like, oh, it's Pearl Jam. And he goes, really? They just, what? And I was like, yeah, they just released a new album. He's like, I'm going to have to go check it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> well, and Charlie and I, we were able to go to uh, the Pearl Jam concert when they were there in in Boise back in, God, what was it? Two thousand, uh, right? Because they were, uh, yeah, because yeah. they
1: released the Boise um, live show from that, right? And they it was were was when they did the whole series of the live shows.
0: Yes, exactly. And they were, um, they were promoting uh, Ralph Nader for president. I remember that. Yes, remember that? Yeah, so they, were, they were pushing the Green <laughs> Party up there and uh, with uh, with Pearl Jam, and it was terrible. The concert was terrible
1: in the free it,
0: world. It was, it was, and I don't know if it was because of where we were sitting, because we were kind of sitting on the side, you know, uh, as, so we weren't straight on f- from the stage. Um, but the sound was, and, and probably because it was the Ford sender as well. I mean, it was just awful. Um, the, the, the band themselves were phenomenal. Stone Gosser can play that guitar in person like you hear it on the studio albums. It's no different. The guy is an amazing guitarist. But the sound, I wanted to shoot that sound, man. I did. It was awful, awful. But that was well, the first time. Well, they
1: kept pushing it too loud. It was yeah. just, I mean, because I went yeah. to Tom Petty. like, Oh, yeah. Well, not, you and I were both there, Tom Petty. Yeah. And it, was, it sounded perfect. Oh, It was amazing, yeah. The thing was oh, yeah. that they, they totally, like, blew out the sound and it, and it distorted everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it was awful for the place. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. agree.
0: And they had, uh, well, I mean, it sounds, it doesn't sound that bad on the recording. So maybe it was a lot better than we thought it was because of where we were sitting in the, in the arena. Um, But I, I, that was the first time they'd ever played. I mean, they had, I guess they had tried to play over the years, but something always happened and they weren't able to play. So finally they, they were able to play 10 years after uh, 10 comes out, you know, it was like, so everybody was totally excited and stoked. And that place was freaking packed with people. It was, it was good. Sold out. It, was it was a good, good concert. I mean, regardless of the sound quality, it was still a good concert. And I, I was, um, as Charlie could probably, uh, um, you know, tell everybody, I was like a little kid in a candy store. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, yeah, that was Pearl Jam. So I'm going to give my rating on this Pearl Jam album. First of all, by the way, I just want to say that most of the critics um, that matter, unlike us, uh, liked the album. It sounds like they were getting four to five stars for the most part over, you know, whether it be Rolling Stones or Spin Magazine or any of these other rock magazines. So it's been received pretty well for the most part. And for uh, Nate, uh, Simpleton number one, uh, I am going to give it a three and a half stars altogether for that. And the reason why is because um, there was just an, – and. I liked it. I liked it a lot, but for some reason, there really wasn't something that just like, "Wow, this is amazing," and I got to crank it up. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't I'm, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna echo yours and give it a three and a half as well. Yeah. Um, and the same same thing. There was it it, it had all the um, had all the vibe, and had some of the new stuff. Yeah. But it just didn't have the same hook in it that it that uh yeah. all their 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 albums do that really draw you in
0: and suck you in for the whole thing. I just didn't feel like there was that yeah, that that like that's Pearl Jam. Like most of the songs were good, but I couldn't point to a song and say and if I if I didn't know Eddie Vedder's voice, I wouldn't be able to tell it was a Pearl Jam song. I
1: think I think the first track was the only one that I was like, "Oh, now this is like Yep. This is totally backtracked, and, and like you could tell that this was like their feel right. from the past. Yeah, that's
0: true. Well, Mister Three, what do you think?
2: <laughs> I think I'm just gonna also give it a three point five. Like okay. I said, objectively, I could tell it was a really well done album. It's just I was, eh,
0: you know. Yeah. And, and okay, and, and I'm I'm giving them a three point five based on their past work not based on somebody else, because if I, if I, if I was like saying, okay, I'm going to take this rock band and then I'm going to compare it to Pearl Jam. I'd say, well, I mean, Pearl Jam is upper echelon stuff here. We're talking, but compared to their, their earlier work and even more their more recent work, I'm just like, eh, eh, it was okay. It was okay. How does that sound? Wasn't terrible. Yeah. Yep, sounds right. <laughs> All right. So three and a half stars, um, Oh, on the Simpleton Review for Pearl Jam's new album, Gigaton, check it out. You can find it on every streaming service possible. Um, they, they aren't uh, afraid to, to release it on there. So if you like Spotify, go to Spotify, Amazon, uh, wherever. If you want to actually buy the album, you can do that too. So, you know, go do right, that you kind can of stuff. buy you albums? What? I know. It's weird. Oh, yeah.
1: Who, oh, yeah. I still thing? buy CDs, you know, a little, a little silver disc. that kind of thing? I've never
0: seen those before. Uh, but, you know what, if you stream <laughs> it, that's cool, too. Just know that if you stream it, every time you stream it, they are getting paid. So that's a good thing. They don't get paid a lot. That it's a fraction time. of a penny every time a song is played. But that adds up over time. So stream it. Promote it. If you guys like it, make sure that people know that Pearl Jam is out there with a brand new album. We're going to head into a new segment here at Simpleton Review. It is Pop Culture Happiness, we want to know, uh, we're going to tell you guys something that we are totally looking forward to in the next month or so, and I'm going to let Mr. Number Two go first. So what do you got for us, Chuckles?
1: Well, actually, I, I know we're supposed to do in a month out, but I went too, because my birthday's in October. Oh, good. And two days before my birthday, they were releasing the French Dispatch in theaters. The French yes. Dispatch. I don't French know Dispatch. Is. This is Wes Anderson's new film. Oh, so if you okay. like all those pastel colors in the backgrounds and like really quirky style. Oh, dialogue, yes,
0: I've seen the preview of that movie. Now I remember It, what looks, amazing. About. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. it <laughs> looks amazing. It
1: looks amazing. So watch a preview. Check it out. This is going to be a fun flick. That's it funny. looks like it's going to be a couple of a uh, few stories kind of like meshed together. Yeah. Kind of um, what the, uh, um, what is it, uh, Paris Jatame? Uh, it was a bunch of short stories that were uh, – French stories that were done, a lot of different directors. This one's all one director, but it's like so – it sounds like it's several stories put together
0: to kind of right. put this conglomerate
1: together. So it's going to be fun.
0: Now, it takes place during World War 2 doesn't it, if I recall correctly? Or somewhere? I
1: believe I believe so. If not, it's like pre, pre that because it's, um, it's, it's uh, uh, about – I, I think it's during one of the Civil Wars,
0: like one of the short oh. Civil Wars. Okay, gotcha. Or like revolts during that, so – well, that's a good one. I am excited for Wes Anderson. If anybody ever says Wes Anderson, I'm just excited because he's good. <laughs> All right, Mister Number Two, what do you got for us? I just told you. Yeah, he just told oh, us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one, two, three. Mister uh, Number Three, what do you got for us?
2: Um. So my little bit for this uh, segment is Flight Simulator should be coming out sometime this month.
0: Okay, I just want to stop you right there, and I want to let you know that flight simulators have been around for decades.
2: Okay, but this (laughs) one... So here's the thing about this one that has everyone who's, like, kind of heard about it somewhat excited, is that they plan on using Bing Maps to recreate, like, the whole Earth.
0: Did you say Bing? Like, MSN Bing? Well,
2: yeah, that's because it's owned by Microsoft, so obviously they're not going to use Google. (laughs) All right. But... Still, it's really like a neat concept that they're going to try to recreate the entire Earth in one game. That's not really been done as much.
0: Okay, and so what kind of platforms are you going to be able to find this on?
2: You'll be able to find it on Xbox uh, and Microsoft Windows. So if you have a PC or Xbox One or whatever the next one is, you'll be able to play it.
0: Right on. And when does that game release? Do you know? August 18th. So August 18th. Ooh, right, right around the corner. Next... Yeah. Sweet. Right on. Are you going to get it?
2: Not, uh, not right away. Probably, I need to uh, make sure my
0: finances are fixed first. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> and, and uh, it's all about to, the money. To pay, yeah. pay for, <laughs> pay for your own stuff. It's always fun. Let me tell you. Well, my excitement is, I cannot wait for a certain movie coming out called Bill and Ted Three, otherwise known <laughs> as Yeah, Bill Ted. woo. So Whoa! Right on! I am so excited! I cannot wait! It's been almost 20 years since the last Bill and Ted's movie came out, and now we have the original actors. We've got Keanu Weeves and uh, what's his name, Alex Winter, um, reprising their roles as Bill and Ted. And the only person that's going to be missing, of course, is uh, George Carlin, who's uh, passed away. May you rest in peace. But it's going to be uh, I, it's going to be a fantastic show. And it was going to come out later on in the year, but now they've pushed it to August 28th because they want to make sure that they are able to capture, <laughs> to capture the audience that Mulan would normally take from, because Mulan is releasing at a certain point, And so they're going to, they're going to release just a little bit before that. So, but the cool thing about this one is that they are actually releasing it in the movie theaters and on video on demand. And I'm not sure what the cost is for the video on demand rental. If you want to do it, it's probably like 1999 because that's been what the that kind of the generic price has been for these, these, uh, these new movies releasing straight to, to home video, if you will. Um, so that's really cool. I actually kind of like the idea that um, they're still going to release in theaters, even if there's not a big crowd going to the theaters. Because let's face it, the theater industry has been in dire straits for a long time. And this pandemic that we're going through right now might be the nail in the coffin for theaters if they can't figure out a way to compete. And they have. There's been some things that they've done to change things and try to get people to come and experience the, the joy of going to a movie again. But if we don't, if, if movie companies uh, don't support the theaters, there ain't going to be anymore. They're just going to close down. So it's cool that they're at least going to release it regardless of how much money they get uh, at the theater. And they're also going to release it for a home home audience as well. So uh, I'm totally looking, looking forward to it. I mean, they've got the phone booth and the whole bit in it. It's going to be amazing. Nice. <laughs> that's what. That's that's my excitement right there. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at this picture right here of Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter in the phone book. I mean, yes, they're old. Yes, their cheeks are sagging. But it's audacious, dude. Dead, man, you <laughs> I just can't. I'm so excited. I really am. I, I. Yeah. I just. I saw both of those movies at the theater with some buddies of mine, and um, I'm just. <sighs> Memories. Okay, so <laughs> so that's our new segment here, at the Simpleton Review. Uh, what uh, the the excitement, the pop culture happiness? That's what we're calling it, pop culture happiness. The things that we are looking forward to in the next month or two, depending on how far out you go. So we have uh, Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music. Let me. What was yours? Flight Simulator. And Charlie. And the French Dispatch. French Dispatch by Wes. Anderson. Hey, this has been Nate Wade. I am Simpleton number one. And I'm Charlie Gibson, Simpleton number two. I'm Lemuel Edwards, Simpleton number three. I want to thank you all for joining us here at the Simpleton Review. We look forward to seeing you next month as we review a new music and a new movie just for you, the Simple Guys and Girls. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye bye. (laughs)